Hey y'all, we are your hosts of Here's the Thing. I am Sean. Ash. C. TJ. Alright, let's pick today's topic and get started. So, here's the thing. We picked um, marriage versus reality. One of us has been married. One of us married and... Our hearts of hearts. One of them has been married, and one of us has never been. <laughs> so divorce gang, <laughs> single gang. Yeah. So there's married that. Gang. Okay, so see, have you guys set a date to get married? No, no, <laughs> no. We've been engaged for uh, like two years, I think. We were like all into it, and then. Like, a week after he proposed, I found out I was pregnant. So, of course, there's the rumor, you know, oh, you guys are only getting married because you're having a baby. But, no. We didn't know. Put the marriage on the back burner because we had to prepare for this little baby. And now that he's here, he's a year old, I'm starting to try and look at things. We we were going to do, like, a destination thing where we were just going to, like, run off get married, mm-hmm. maybe have a reception. I don't see anything wrong with that. You know, either. have a few close people. Like, then that, I don't know, we just... Kind of fell through. Yeah, so now I'm trying to look and think and see where it goes, but... It's kind of a hard time to it, think about it stuff is. like that. It is. Like, yeah. I don't want to do it with this COVID. Yeah, I mean, and I think like, it's starting to settle down, which is good. I mean, a lot of places still require masks and stuff like that but the traveling privileges are opening more so yeah that's good my fiance he he just wants to go to the courthouse and call it good and i'm just like just do like just a honeymoon you know that's what just the courthouse i mean like yeah i want to have a wedding because i don't want to hurt like anybody's feelings with i get if we do a destination wedding like it'll literally be me him and like a witness and I want a photographer. And, you know, that yeah. would be literally it. But I know if we do that, people's feelings are going to get hurt. And For sure. So, I just... That's what I did, though. My I, wedding, yeah, was... Talk about some feelings getting hurt. I mean, if she had a wedding, feelings still got hurt. <laughs> Because, okay, I'm very thankful for my wedding. Like, my mom put that together in a short period of time. I was literally, like, pulling up in the courthouse, fixing to just go get married yeah. because we've been together for so long. But then my mom wanted us to actually have a wedding because she knows I've always wanted one. But putting it together and then, like, people's feelings get so hurt so easy about it because I want to sit on the front seat. No, but, but I wanted them, like, people to sit in a certain spot and they expect those And they too. literally moved people out of my wedding. Like, moved people out of their seats so they could sit where they wanted to sit. And so, like, it just kind of was kind of not hectic. No, it was very hectic. And in a wedding, like, it, you, it's fun putting all the stuff together. Like, planning it, picking out stuff. and But as the bride, like, I... I feel like I missed everything because I'm behind this door. I don't get to see hardly anybody. I mean, I see them walking out, but then they close the doors. And then by the time I walk out, it's everybody looking at you, which is kind of awkward. But you're walking down the aisle, trying not to trip. 
And I mean, then, that's like the reality of it. Yeah, it's so much it. You know, to it. Guys has like this like expectation, like oh my god, like it's so fun, it's so beautiful, which it was. It was beautiful, and like I didn't see the it. part of like actually walking down the aisle and everything, and like you know the quiet moment of seeing y'all up there and holding hands and we didn't even. Under- did you see that? We didn't hold hands the whole time. Oh. We look like in our pictures. <laughs> we look like two statues just looking at each other. And I was thinking in my head when I was up there, he's sweating because he's scared he's gonna forget the what the preacher lady's saying. So he's sweating bullets, and I'm just like, something doesn't feel right. So you just see me and him standing with our arms down, just looking at each other, with my the lady marrying us, whose bosoms were in our faces. <laughs> it was just very not romantic like I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. I think but people, it was still it was nice. I enjoyed it but people it was, oversell weddings. Yeah. A like lot. do you know how expensive the extra things for weddings are? Oh, I yeah. have my brother and my sister in law, they spent fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, see I'm like for no, thank a you. wedding. I'm like, no thank you. Yeah. I'd rather spend that on something else, please. My vehicle ain't even fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I like the... Because I think, like, a wedding, it's the point of marriage. And the marriage is, like, very intimate and sacred. So, I wish, like... I do like that I had a wedding. Mm -hmm. I wish it was kind of something simple. But, like, I wish I would have just saved the money and gone on a honeymoon. Because we didn't even go on a honeymoon at all. We came home and there was somebody sitting in our living room. I don't even know how they got in. But, like, <laughs> that's how our wedding went. It was just, comp- my dress got stranded on the highway. Oh, wait, wait, wait. The makeup <sighs> looked like, so they hired this guy, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, like, I do so great. I'm so good at this. I'm in, like, cosmetology school for this. Da, da, da. We looked like fucking drag queens. Literally, he was looking at us, and he was like, yes, bitch, you look like a queen. And I'm like, yes, Beyonce, I'm a queen. And I look in the mirror and I'm like, fucking RuPaul, what in the sh- what? And I looked at my mom and I was like pointing to my face like, what the fuck is on my face? I got eyebrows that are like 10 inches thick. I have like 10 layers of makeup on my face. And I looked like a man that looked like a woman. And it was the most jacked up. And he didn't mess up just my face. He messed up mine and Sean's. And like four other people, it was a total disaster. But it was funny though. We got a kick out of it. I had to do my own makeup, and I don't ever do makeup, so it was just. And like my sister-in-law came in and helped us with hair and makeup and stuff. Yeah. So So shout out to you, (laughs) sister-in-law. I feel like I do pretty good with makeup, but I don't. Yeah. When did you get married? February of two thousand eighteen. Yeah, so it's oh, been we a little while. We're still friends. I'm a little offended. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was kidding. You kidding. missed a lot of uh, so. Interesting I mean, your things. picture. You look really good in your picture. Oh, it thank was you. Yeah, yeah, it was mixed by the end. Was yeah. definitely redone. <laughs> so did that give you a lot of time after your makeup was done, and then your makeup was actually fixed and done? How much time did you waste having to have it redone? Well, seeing how I can't do makeup, it only took me about five or ten minutes to do my own makeup because it just looked like a natural look after that. Mm-hmm. Oh. But more glam, like a natural look, but a little bit more just noticeable. Bit more yeah. Well, yeah. he added a little bit of a lot because <laughs> I don't think he had any makeup left after he did our faces because oh it was so much base. 
It was, I don't know. I've just never been like someone to picture myself in a big wedding. It always like if when I think about it, it feels awkward to me. I don't know. Just the whole dress thing and like in front of people, like it just feels weird to me. I don't know why. So I'm like, let me just save money, go to the courthouse, and then do like this little honeymoon wedding, and maybe like we can have our all like a small ceremony, you know, somewhere yeah. on that vacation or something like that. And I like, want I, I want just, a pretty dress and I want a good photographer to take our pictures. That's really like all I really care mm -hmm. about. I just want me to look good, him to look good and us to look good together and, and take pictures and, and have those pictures memories. and have the memories. That's yeah. So my wedding <laughs> I was about to ask if you can even call it that really. So we went to Justice of the Peace in street clothes, like <laughs> jeans and a nice shirt, both of us, and we invited like moms, dads, and grandparents. That was it. Did you like it that way, or did you wish you had done something more? I really so what or we, something else. What completely. we were supposed to have done is what we were supposed to have a small. We our wedding total was seventy five dollars. Yeah. So, and then we were supposed to have a big honeymoon. I like that sound of it. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, all we paid was for, like, $50 for the actual, like, Justice of the Peace. And then we paid, I think, 25 for the wedding certificate. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Well, of course, besides the ring or whatever. But, um, compromise, I was like, because I, you know, I wanted the dress. Um, I didn't want a big wedding because, you know, I don't like that many people. Anyway. <laughs> um... And so we were so I was supposed to have a nice honeymoon. We were supposed to go somewhere mm -hmm. for like a week or two and, you know, have fun because I wanted a nice honeymoon since I gave up a nice wedding. Ask me in the five years we were married, did I get that? No. In the five years of you married, did you get that? No. <laughs> no, no, that'd be big on now. Yeah. I got a weekend at um, Arkansas. Schmancy. Yeah. Oh, a whole weekend. <laughs> that it rained. Oh. So y'all couldn't do shit. So we couldn't do shit. We sat in the hot tub and that's it. Wow. Like, that's all. I'm like, I got cheated. So oh, on. Oh, not cheated on. No. <laughs> just, well, just cheated out technically. Of <laughs> yeah. I have a whole lot to talk about, like, what happened during my wedding. Oh, well, gotta... during your wedding? No, during my marriage. Oh, yeah. That's what I was just about to bring up, actually. It's like, okay... So y'all made it past the point of having the wedding or the ceremony or the process of actually being married or thinking about it. So now that you're actually lived together, obviously, and then y'all yeah. live together. Yeah. So like, did y'all have like an expectation of what marriage was going to be like or like, and then to what the reality actually is? of living together and being together and making it work. I mean, there's so, I just feel like there's so many different things. Obviously I've been in a relationship before where I live with that person. And so I do know, you know, what it's like to be in that committed relationship, toxic and one that's not, but there's still either way, no matter who you with, there's always so many factors that go into it, you know, like handling disagreements and, you know, the financial aspect of it, like when do you know when to share money, what, how much you know to, like, keep separate, you know, just figuring out how to, like, be yourself, but it's like being a new self because you're with somebody else. You're living with them. It's, you're combining two personalities. So one of, one of the things is, like, I know this goes against, like, how it was back in the day where, you know, you got married and then you lived together. 
I'm a big thing about I want to know what I'm getting myself into before we tie the knot. If you like the house on 80 degrees and I'm a 70 person, this ain't going to work. <laughs> but I'm going to sweat. So when you date somebody, you're like, wait a second, when you keep your thermostat on? <laughs> First <Yeah>. question. <laughs> yeah. That's a thing. Which way yeah. do you like the toilet paper? Yeah. You know, Which side of the bed are you going to sleep on? Toilet paper. Let's get on that one. I just want you to put the new roll on the... the t- I don't care if it's frontwards, backwards. I, as long as you put a new roll on the toilet paper stand, on I'm okay. But I don't get that. It's an empty roll, and the new roll is sitting beside you on a stool. And I'm like, it's literally... Like, you don't even have to move your feet. Right next to the sink. And then you sometimes just... there's few of them. There's one Honestly, back here on the floor. Yeah, and you're just finding the nearest toilet paper roll that's already been, you know, undone. Honestly, I feel like that's kind of attached to be, like, a man thing. But I do it. I don't always put the toilet paper roll on the thing. I literally really? just set it on the toilet paper stand. Every now and then, and I'm like, you know what? I'll put that too. thing on there. Feel a little froggy. Yeah. But uh, most of the time, I'm like, what's the point? So I just set it there. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's about the point. That's about right. I don't know. It's just because, like, you go to reach for some toilet paper, and you're like, fucker, it's not there. So now you're, like, looking for the toilet paper roll. I don't know about y'all, but I can't turn around real well. Yeah, How old I, are you? And I'm, I'm an 80 year old. My body is 87, thanks mm. for asking. <laughs> <laughs> it identifies as an 87 year old. <laughs> my back's 87. Yeah. My knees hurt. Um, so, knees. as you're popping over there. I know, yeah, because you're my shoulder. <laughs> oh my God. One of the biggest things for me, like when I was living with my significant other, was handling disagreements. Like for some reason, I always felt like like disagreements would happen and maybe that was part of being in a toxic relationship because the healthy relationship that I was in, I didn't always feel like that, but I did have times where I had this thought that like this is it. Like we're having this argument and now this fucking relationship is shit. Like neither one of us it's are going to be able to get through it, you know? And so I feel like sometimes it's hard to not have that Yeah, I think every relationship has a point in time where they argue so bad that they're just like, well, we're done. It's like, this is it. Like, it's over. And the partner's like, what? Why? Why do you think that? It's it's on being unhealthy, toxic with myself. Because, like, the other partner is just like, Okay, we're having a disagreement, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna like straight up deuce out on you. Like, yeah, we're gonna get through it in our mind, right? It's over. What am I gonna do now? I feel like how I pictured like when I get married, when I get married, and then like I thought it was gonna be like a different feeling, like after you get married, y'all like this married couple, but no, literally the only thing that really changed was my name, but our relationship didn't like all back to dating butterflies like it's you kind of just continue and you think that had something to do with living together already before getting married probably so what do you mean what has the chance to change like you're already sharing finances you already are you you no no finances will be shared 
My money is my money. His money is his money. I don't know how much is in his account, and he does not know how much is in mine. I meant finances, as in car bills. notes and bills. Okay, and you have a point. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Just make that clear for the record. We do not share banks. No. I share bank accounts. Mm-mm. Because one day, I have this fear. It's an insecurity of mine that, like... Cause my parents divorced when I when they were in their 40s so like I have this fear in my head that that's gonna happen when I turn 40 something so like what if one day he just wants to leave me and just drains my bank account and takes off like yeah. that's a fear thing I have in mind he's never like acted like that or asked for money it's is just, he aware of that like are you able no. to share that with him I haven't that you have that fear. no I haven't just told me like hey when we turn 40 you're gonna leave me and take all my money I mean, I've said it jokingly, but but serious. Yeah, but I don't think he really like knows that that like is a fear of mine that he's just gonna like bolt one day. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm a tad crazy, but so see, do you um, have? Any, I was like, just gonna say if it was to happen to me, I was just gonna roll with the punches and just. Do y'all yeah. share like finances? We do. We we don't like if he needs something or if I need something, we're there for each other financially, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But like his money's his, my money's mine. Like he does things for the house, and I do things for the house, like food and he does. Yeah, it's a I balance between or, both of you. You know, whatever. Yeah. If he's like, hey, work sucked this week. I need a little bit of money. I give him money, or if I need money. He gives me money. It's but we do keep it separately, and maybe one day. We will put it together. I don't know. We haven't really discussed. But it's working. Yeah, it's so, working. And yeah, the way the way mine happened is I came into like an already made like he already had a house and a car and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I wasn't gonna just be like, okay, well now I'm living here. I'm not gonna not pay anything. This was before we had like those apps where you could just send money super easy mm-hmm. to go get money was a good two-hour trip. And so, you know what? I'm just going to open a bank here. We can we shared our stuff. And then he lost his job um, when the oil field crashed. And then so towards the end, um, I had my paycheck, you know, like $100 of my paycheck going to another bank. Yes. And I've then, always, like, talk to older people, and they're always like, don't keep your money in this place. Make sure you have a stash put away to the side just in case anything was to happen, you're good. Yeah. You know, you That's still need to look out for yourself. Yeah, I you have know? like $100 of my paycheck go to an account that I didn't have like physical access to. Like I could go in the bank and get, you know, get access to it. But like I had it go there because if I know it's in a bank account and I know I can spend it, I'm, I'm going to spend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's a toxic trait of mine. So I didn't have access to it or anything. So it built up, and then when I did get a divorce, I was able to pay for it. And I don't think that's like doubt in your partner. You just never know exactly what's going to happen. I mean, yeah, obviously with my last situation, um, I'm just not quite ready to speak on that on here yet. That's understandable. But um. I'm sure eventually it will come up, and I'll open up about that, but I kind of had the same situation, I mean, between him and I, that, you know, he already kind of had his his own life set up, I, I already had my own life set up, and we just kind of combined that with each other, but unfortunately, I've always had, like, a fear of being broke, 
<laughs> so I make sure I'm not. <laughs> I'm a pretty independent person, so I never like depended on him to be there for me financially, especially. So I had that savings and it wasn't like I said it wasn't because I had doubt in my partner it's just you never know what's gonna happen you know and I'm glad I had that because shit went south I mean and, and I did share that fear with him like I'm not trying to put this pressure on you or anything like where you have to go out and try to make buku money or anything like I just have this fear I don't ever want to get to a point where I'm scared that I'm not gonna have money to pay my bills and do the stuff that I enjoy doing and take, you know, buy and do things with my daughter and stuff like that. So financially, I feel like maybe I do put pressure on my partners, but I just don't want them to be in that situation either. You know, I'll still love you, but I can't be with somebody who's a broke motherfucker, you know. <laughs> like, I still love you and everything, but, you know, fortunately, he, you know, wasn't, obviously. But I've had some in the past that were, so there's that. But um, as far as like, you know, speaking those fears to your partner, are y'all able to do that like comfortably in your marriages or in your past relationship? Because I feel like that's a big thing to be able to talk about that. Yeah, that's a big old no. Because I feel like if I would have brought that conversation up with my ex-husband, it would have been like, I don't have faith in him mm -hmm. as a person. He would have taken it personally. Yeah. Even I could have said a hundred times that, you know, it's not about you. It's just a fear that I have. No matter how I would have started that conversation or went through with that conversation, he, in his mind, would have always thought mm -hmm. that I didn't have faith in him. Yeah. And so that would have been something that I just held on to. And we did that a lot in our marriage. We held on to things. From the beginning, you know, we got married. He had a surprise child. We got married, like, super fast, which Wait, I do I'm not sorry, did you say... A surprise surprise child child okay yeah so the the woman you know didn't know she was pregnant and so she had a baby and then called him and she she was like hey um your dad <laughs> imagine having to so make him that phone call she didn't know she was pregnant like a whole entire the pregnancy? whole entire pregnancy oh, that's crazy you know newly engaged newly married yeah. um how am i supposed to handle that right yeah that's a major strain yeah on on newlyweds. Yeah. 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 So I I didn't handle it the best. I could have definitely handled it better. But so like from But there, you're also human. Yeah. yeah. And that's a I fucking mean, shock. Yeah, yeah. I would have probably freaked like, the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I I did. And he was like, It's not my fault. I didn't even know about not it. Not your fault. <laughs> you put <laughs> that dick in there, didn't you? Shit. I was gonna say it takes two to make a baby, so how is it not your fault? Motherfucker, yeah. you put that baby in there. What you mean it ain't your it's fault? It's called condoms. Yeah. 50% <laughs> of it is your fault, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll say 60% because they got the dick and the semen. They like shoot it up in there. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't control where my eggs are. They just there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you control where you spit that shit out. So That's true. Hello. So, after, so, we found out about that, and so we hadn't even been finished dealing with that, and then the oil field crashed, mm -hmm. and then he lost his job, and then we lost our house and our vehicles that we had to rely on family, okay. and yeah. then, and this it's is just all, like all were built up just to yeah. and so, be torn down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so, right The after, universe was not having y'all two no, together. No, Jesus was like, 
I do not think so. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong. So after, you know, all that, we lost our, our house or whatever. Then we went to child support court and then custody court. And then mm. we got stay. I mean, this, like every six months, something happened. Yeah. So by the time, you know, we get stable again, it's like we've held all this resentment, all this anger, yeah. all this crap, and we're finally in a spot where we can do something about it. Like our jobs are going all right, you know, we're, we're back on the up and up, but now we don't even want to look at each other from all this past stuff that we've never gotten to deal with. And so that ultimately ended in us going separate ways and getting a divorce and yeah so that was fun which I mean I don't blame you there like how are you not supposed to come out of that with some sort of anger and yeah. resentment you know that's a lot for two people to go through while trying to just simply have a relationship which yeah. is hard enough already so how long were y'all together before y'all got married uh, eight months eight months yeah. So basically, <laughs> the time it took her to get pregnant, <laughs> to grow the child. Yeah. yeah. So basically, y'all are a fresh relationship, and y'all just went. Y'all didn't have like really any good times together. No. It was all just bullshit after bullshit after bullshit. So yeah. When, I think, yeah. When everything like panned out, we were like, it's like y'all y'all don't know what to do now, like because yeah. there's yeah. no drama. There's no nothing happening. Yeah. What to do we even so, do? Yeah. You know, like. How, you don't know how to enjoy each other because yeah. well, yeah. so we had dated in high school, and for you know like a few months, and obviously that didn't pan out. High school, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and so you know, and then we got we reconnected. So it's not like we just didn't know each other before that. Yeah, but after all that, how do you even begin to have that conversation? Mm-hmm. Because as soon as we would start to sit down and talk. One of us would get mad at the other and fly off the handle, and, and it was just... Yeah, see, that's the other thing. Like, whenever you have either two people or just one side that can't have just a conversation, even if it's a disagreement, it can still be a conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's okay to get angry or to get mad about it or have those feelings and those emotions about it, but when you start speaking things into the conversation or the argument that is not productive, then the there's nothing to do. Over. Yeah, the conversation is over. There's yeah. no point in it. Or when and someone you gets can mad. never get anywhere. Right. As soon as someone gets mad, that's when the conversation stops. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, because you can't talk to someone who's mad. Right. You can't. Because they're only going to want to see their side and they're only answering you to either make you mad hurt your feelings, mm-hmm. and then what's the point of that conversation? It's not going to solve it's anything. It's not beneficial. No. It's not productive. No. We're yeah. not going to fix the issue that we got mad about. Yeah. And I can say a lot of, in our marriage and relationship, I was holding a lot of anger. So I was probably the one to pop off and piss him off. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know how to deal with my... I can my see you s- doing that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that supportiveness right there. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> This is why we don't have friends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love her most days. But yeah, so, and it was just, it was, I would pop off, and then he would pop off back, and then that was the end of the conversation, and we're, we're just in each other's faces now. Mm-hmm. So. So, see, how long have y'all been together? Uh, four years. And you've known each other for four years? 
four years. Yeah. Yes. Like we didn't know each other before. Like our sisters were best friends, and um, they were just kind of like, y'all should get together and you know be it playing matchmaker. Yeah, and we decided to get together, and we've been together ever since. So yeah so like, how do y'all deal with arguments um i'm grateful that we don't really argue like growing up my parents they argued all the fucking time so yeah. i didn't want that for me and so i'm very grateful we don't really argue um there was a point in time where we did argue a lot but it was over stupid petty shit nothing like serious you know yeah so um I'm, that's, you know, we don't really argue. I mean, sometimes we will sit down and have a conversation, or if we have an argument, a big blowout, and we take a break, and then we can come back and have a conversation mm -hmm. about it, yeah. and, and not be argument, and not start, not start being disrespectful to each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My ex-husband was not that way. He was the type, like, I'm going to follow you around to get oh, this, the, to no. get this argument over, no. and that didn't go over well. Like, we, if we are disrespectful to each other, like, we can come back and apologize mm -hmm. to each other for saying that. So, like, the fear of, that we were talking about of something happening, I personally don't really have it. Um, could it happen? Yes, but I'm also a go-with-the-flow type of person, so mm -hmm. if it happened, it happened, and I deal with it if it happened. With that situation as it comes. Yeah, yeah. so, I don't know. Our arguments are very weird because I'm always like, I'm sorry type person. Like if I feel like I upset, like I'm real quick to say I'm sorry. If it's something small, big, like I'm the first person to always say I'm sorry. But him, like Cash doesn't, he doesn't say I'm sorry very often. He's just the type of person like we argue and then we just move on. Like he doesn't, he does not hold on to anger, nothing like that. Like he just argues would you want then, him to apologize you know at first at first it really bothered me like damn i'm sitting here like saying i'm sorry but he he just like moves on like it's an argument now it's done we're yeah. over with it works good with my personality because like me when i get angry like i want to i've only thrown one thing <laughs> but like i want to throw <laughs> shit and break stuff and he's so calm like one time i threw an ashtray Cause he got mad that something was taking too long. I think I was like a, I was somewhere like a new job or something. Anyway, it took longer than expected. And so he was frustrated. So he started arguing. And so I got mad and I threw an ashtray and it broke. And like most people that would have like sparked an argument. He just came there and looked at me and was like, do you feel better? You know, you're gonna have to clean that up, right? And so like at that point I was like, I can't even be mad anymore because now that's true. I do have to pick shit up, but I do feel better. <laughs> But after that, we just I just cleaned up my mess, and he shook his head and walked off, and we were fine. But, but that's why I think it's so important that you pay attention when you meet somebody and you're dating them to, like, really pay attention to their personalities. Because I feel like how y'all two are, see, and you and your partner are, like, the way you explain y'all's arguments, like, you can tell that y'all's personalities go well together. Yeah. And even though, like, y'all two's personalities is completely different from Ash and Cash, <laughs> um, that, like, it's completely different, but they still work well together. Yeah, I think and unfortunately, 
TJ <laughs> and X-Man, like, y'all's personalities, like, did not mesh well. No. And so that's why y'all, like, went head to head and couldn't figure shit out. I feel like you have to learn your partner. Like, when me and my significant other first got together, we just, boom, like, we basically lived together. Like, yeah. it wasn't like, oh, we go on dates here and there. We were like, we're together. Uh, I was at his house every day, staying the night when I could. So we were just like, well, I might as well just move in. I basically live here. So we never, we basically lived together since almost day one. And you just have to learn each other, which I don't think you and your ex-husband got to do because there was so much shit going on. My significant other does shit differently that I don't like, but that's the way he does it. So, you know, I can't be mad. That's the way he does it. It's just little stuff like that you have to figure out. Because everybody's going to have flaws. Yeah. Every single person has flaws. And when you meet that person, you're like, okay, I actually love them. And I want to be with them. I do see their flaws. But yes. I accept that. I mean, because you see a person and every nobody, it doesn't matter how many people you meet, everybody is going to have flaws. Yeah. You just got to pick and choose which ones you're willing to accept. Which ones you can live with. Which ones you can live with. Yeah, like bad so habits before, that they have. Yeah, yeah, bad habits. Whew. Before we got married, hmm? before we got married, I feel like we, we didn't really argue before we had the bombshell of the child. Yeah. 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 And so, but after that, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, that I was a different like, story. That's easy. Like, that's I mean, I, will, I would say that that divorce is justified. Because yeah. that is some shit. And I, I mean, I feel like, you know, the higher being, God, universe, whatever you, whatever you want to say, like, something was making sure that, like, was pulling y'all apart. That is yeah. not where you needed to be. And so it's, you know, even though it was a fucking shit show, you still, you're happier now. You're mentally and physically happier and healthier now than you yes. were in that. Oh, so, sure. Like you said, you guys never argued before. So you have to like argue over little stuff to exactly. figure out how you're gonna deal with the big stuff. Yeah, you know? Definitely. And y'all's was just big, 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 big. Yeah. So yeah, it was just like, like don't know how to like use. smooth sailing and then bam. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like something shifted in the cosmic way that was like this is no longer gonna be great. Yeah. And yeah. I really do feel like you have to go through things because like me and Cash have been through a lot of hard things and so like I feel like you have to go through stuff like that to see like is it gonna better the relationship is it gonna like tear us apart yeah. are we actually how able to each... get through these right hard things? Yeah. yeah right like, how long have you and Cash been together um we've been together since 09 so we've been together almost 11 years about 11 yeah I was about to say I feel like y'all been together for a long fucking time <laughs> I was a wee little young and I was 16 and he was 18 but we've been together for 11 years, married since 18. Yeah. So, so we like, it's crazy because like the longer you're together, like you literally take on each other's personalities and each other's, like his, oh, sure. his sense yeah. of humor is like nobody's I've ever seen. <laughs> like I'll find something hilarious and I'm like, listen to this. And he'll just, uh -huh. 
And I'm like, okay, that wasn't Does your that funny. Does that get on your nerves? Yes. It's like the <laughs> half, like, he has like this half laugh. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, it was you so funny. You know that funny. shit's funny, dude. Like, what are you playing? Yeah, like, you play me. I did know it was whole, funny. Did you hear the whole story? Like, did you My miss the funny part? be like, hmm. Yeah. I saw that. I'm just like, it's fucking hilarious. Like, what the? very shut down. But then, like, I'll be talking about, like, something that happened at work and, like, a very minor detail he'll start busting out laughing and i was like that's not the funny part that was just a detail <laughs> and he's like huh. but it was on this tv show and like he'll like reference his he's comedy. like connecting it with yes. something that's way off. that's how his comedy is like he finds things funny if they're like off of if you say something like off of a movie or off of a show like if it references back yeah. to something funny he watched then it's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> so now, like, I'll be at work and somebody will say something and I'll, like, say something, like, referencing a movie and nobody else will find it funny. But I'm like, dang, he would have thought it was hilarious. Have y'all ever seen Let's Be Cops? No. Yes. Well, it was super funny. And um, the part where he's in the frat and then oh he's gosh. like, that's what you get. Because... The girl like body slammed him into the table, and I I said that's what you get to want some of our friends last night, and nobody knew what I was talking about. So I'm yeah. like, we're gonna watch this YouTube video. <laughs> you gonna find and out. And she said it, and I was like, was that from something? <laughs> and she was like, yes. <laughs> like, why don't you know? But that whole scene is freaking it was hilarious. hilarious. They're like reading the text messages, but they like put commentary, like, voices to the text messages, and they're like, what was it? I'm just sitting at home eating soup, uh, trying to lose some weight. He's like, but don't text me no more unless you're trying to put them nuts up in my guts. And then that's when they started, like, breaking into a fight, and oh she body slams, like, that's what you get. <laughs> and the partner that's supposed to be helping, helping him is in, like, this wicker chair, and he's like, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> just over here, just watching this stuff go down. <laughs> like, and the whole, like, setup of that is because this girl, <laughs> the girl was talking to the other girl's boyfriend. And so that's what the, like, roles they were reading. Yeah. It was funny. And nobody got my joke. And so I felt real let down. So I had to, you know, it's, let everybody know what I was talking about. It awkward, doesn't it? It does. Because, like, like, nobody, like, not one of them knew what I was talking or like, about. Like, yeah, when I think something's funny and nobody else thinks it's funny, I was like, how is that not funny? Like, I, I made a pun on her, but she was like, don't make me the ass end of your joke. And I was like, mm, you want the head end? And she was like, <laughs> See, we. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> you were supposed to laugh. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> so now, like, if I'm at work, I'm like, okay, let's say this joke in my head because nobody else will get it. And I just have to save it for when I get home because he's going to be the only person that laughs. But then it's like, by the time I get home, it's not even funny to like, me. Like, I don't anymore. even think it's funny. No, no like, there was a person's name was Trask. Like, Trash, but Trask. And I was like, it's kind of trasky. And they were like, nobody thought it was funny. Like, and I was in here hysterically <laughs> laughing, like, oh, I gotta wait till I get home. No, and then I, I get home, and I'm like, listen to this. This person's name is Trask. Isn't it kind of trasky? But and he was like, <laughs> and he like laughed. And I was like, see, it was kind of a laugh, but it's more than what I got at work. Like, everybody just looked at me. I'm still kind of let down, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got something for marriage. In-laws. 
Okay. So Everybody gets so silent. You know? Okay, so mine was meeting my in-laws was different because I'm in an interracial relationship. So like it's a whole nother like cultural thing versus like my family. Like I'm used to things with one way and then I meet with them and it's totally different. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay, my mother in law naturally like luckily we like just naturally got along like she's partially because i'm a little bit scared of her but that's not the point it's <laughs> a healthy scared yeah like i don't think like yeah i would ask yes ma'am and i help her like she's a little frightening but my father-in-law can catch these hands though i don't like him at all which my husband knows that but he lives out of state so that's fine but just his father is like five foot tall and real real little so I could take him uh, but his mama I wouldn't even like I hold the door for her you know, need any help I don't have no fists I, yep I was born with no hands like <laughs> nope you will never catch these close to you ma'am nope not at all but I love my mother-in-law she's very supportive and helpful and stuff I like my so sister-in-law is your father-in-law not supportive my father-in-law is selfish he's very selfish and only cares about himself and he only calls cash when he wants to brag about himself. So it's not. Very I'm still together. waiting on Christmas money. His, no, his parents aren't together. Okay. Not at all. His mama uh gave him the boot, kicked him right on out. He moved a whole like up north. He's just so like selfish and like he wants his son to come like see him all the way up north, but yet he was just down south. And, and didn't see him. Didn't come through at all. Wants us to pack up and come see him. No, fuck that. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. He was like, y'all got birthday money sent to the mail. Or I got your Christmas money is in the mail is what he said to my husband. And it's what? October? We still ain't seen this Christmas money. It's about to be Christmas again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but see, that's another thing. Like, because I'm very protective of my husband. So, yeah. like, the way his dad does him pisses me off. It pisses me off to no limit. So, like, I don't say nothing. Be- I don't say anything at all because out of respect for him. Like, he just keeps answering the phone for his dad. Like, he just is the most, like, forgiving type person. Yeah. Like, he knows I mean, how his dad is, so he just accepts it. Right. When but, is enough enough? Yeah, like, when is it okay for me to get on the phone and be like, listen here, you short bitch. Like, <laughs> I just want to, like... short midget bitch. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, like Kevin Hart in yeah. <laughs> I got that one. I have an ass. Oh, she ain't got no nipples. <laughs> But it's just frustrating. Yeah. But I don't say anything, but I just don't know when's the best time. Has, your husband has to be the one to finally, like, okay, yeah. I've had enough. Yeah. He's got to make that you decision. Know. But, he's but that's his dad, so it's a lot harder than it would be with some other person. Yeah, yeah. like a friend or something like that. And I guess because since his dad lives way away, he kind of doesn't like to deal with them except for it's the It's not like calls. on a daily yeah. basis. Right, yeah. it's like he's shown up at our house. Because when he stayed with us, that Does was Does he, like, miserable. ask y'all for, like, money or no. anything like that? Oh, no, he just calls them to brag about. But he doesn't need to ask for money because he's got more than enough. Okay. But he doesn't do anything for, and never has done anything for. He talks and talks and talks about how much, how great he's doing, but never actually offers any kind of help or support. Like, yeah. he told him he had, he told his dad he had to go to the doctor or something and his dad was just kind of like, oh, okay, well, listen about this new thing I got. Like, oh my God, and just starts so talking about his, all right, I gotta go, I gotta go, and just hangs up. 
And he's just like, all right. I'm like, nah, son. You all right? Nope. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Narcissistic. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's horrible, but. There's so many people like that. Like, I just want to talk about myself, and then I just want you to listen, and that's that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, his dad does, he, did ha- like, he does have an addiction problem, so I think that has a lot to do with it. But it's just, like, one day when he's like, I'm a good dad, I was a good dad, wasn't I? I just want to butt in and be like, no, not really, but I don't. But my mother-in-law, she's totally different. Like, she was a single mom, worked hard. Like, I like my mother-in-law, but... Yeah, I've only met her a couple of times, but... Yeah. yeah. She's she crazy, seems like though, a she's pretty crazy. awesome mom, woman. Yeah. She struggled a lot, but she... Like, she doesn't complain or cry or nothing. She yeah. just, like, makes shit happen. The best what she, what she can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that's on being a strong mom. Yeah. For yes. sure. I don't, I honestly don't feel like mothers get the, the, the freaking credit. credit they deserve. Because, like, that dad can up and leave. And, and just as easy, the mom can up and leave, too. I'm not, this is not one-sided. But I personally just don't see how you can do that. I don't either. Like, like, I'm, I'm already, mom. like... Yeah. Ready to get back home to my baby now, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, and just people, and it's so common nowadays. Like, people will just up and leave their kids. Yeah. Like, and that mom has to work two and three jobs and never see her kids to provide. Sometimes before the baby is even born. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm already, I already know I'm deucing out. Like, make sure you're not depending on me to help you with this baby because I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you should have taken care of that. Them fighting words. I wish somebody would tell me that. Like, I am going to take care of it in nine months when it's born. I'm going to take care of all of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take care of your shit and pack it up and throw it out with you. I'm going to take care of it. Man, I'd be mad if somebody so, said that. You had okay in laws, or you ain't speaking on it? My in laws were, um, <laughs> they were all right. They were, or did you like not talk to them much? They weren't so really my in laws were very quiet. Like they they work and they go home and that's I mean that's it. He wasn't like close with his parents or anything. Well, so one pet peeve about him is he liked to show up at people's houses and not let them know. Like no yeah. call. He's just gonna roll up on you. I'm like you don't call. And so like that's what we would do. We would just kind of roll up on his parents and then. They would be there, and it's just like we'd just literally sit there, like they didn't engage in conversation with me or, or anything like, like that. Like standoffish. Yeah, type it's of like they didn't really, like they would talk. So it's like to it wasn't. Him. There was no problems. It was just like it was nothing. Yeah, it was just <laughs> awkward. Like, okay, I'm just gonna stay here, guys. Um, they would talk to my ex husband about me. Like they wouldn't talk to me. They would just talk to my oh, husband yeah, about me. Yeah. And it was never, it wasn't like really bad things, but it's just like. Why can't you just have a conversation with me? Yeah. Like, why can't you tell me these things? And so. It's like they like not yeah. like you. Like. Well, no, they, it's not like they didn't like me. It's just that. That sounds like a very weird yeah, situation. Awkward. It was. Yeah. So, uh, like, any time he would bring up going to his parents, and I'm just like. I'd be like, what is it? Is there a problem? Is there not a problem? Like, what the fuck is the I thing? I can't tell. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what, and I, and I told him that. And then he would get mad at me because I wouldn't want to, like, just go over there and hang out with him. I'm like, 
They don't, they don't they care don't about talk to me. They don't care about hanging out with me. What is no. it? Yeah. Like they they and they don't put an effort in to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't put an effort in to call me and be like, Hey, what's up with you? No. Also, yeah, you can go over to your parents by yourself. Like, I'm gonna clean the house. Were they aware of like like the whole situation, yeah. all the issues and stuff? Yeah. yeah. Uh my ex husband told them everything. Oh. Yeah. So it was Yeah, see, like with mine. I can go to my I can go to my mother in law like if I she's very like blunt and honest so like if he's like I am a sensitive person so I do cry over very little things and he is not used to that he's used to his mom like Hard this show. gangster woman she going to work coming home like no tears shed like never stressed or upset but like so when he met me. <laughs> it was like a whole new world and so like I can go to my mother-in-law and tell her like what's kind of like he's not understanding why I'm so sensitive blah 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 and she would, she would talk to like tell him so like I could go to her if I wanted to we don't involve her in our arguments because they're usually nothing like that big of a deal yeah. to talk about it's usually a fight over groceries and so like but I think the reason my relationship with my in-law and my sister-in-law are so good is because of my nie- of his nieces and nephew. Like, I've been there. There's three of them. So I've been there since the oldest one, who's now 12 or 12, almost 13. I mean, that's a decade Ooh. of their life that you've known. Yeah, I've known the last two since before they were born, and the oldest one since she was two. So, like, me helping take care of them and watch them kind of like they got used to me. And just so now the kids love me, I think, sometimes more than him. It kind of like built a, a better relationship with my in-laws because of the kids. Do you think so? Like, go ahead. Do you think your in-law, your mother-in-law, is a closet crier? Like, I know moms like cry when their they know their kids aren't around. Yes, she is exactly that. Because when my husband was going through, like, when he was in the hospital with his heart issues and stuff, like he didn't notice this part, but she would leave the room. Her and I would go sit on the couch outside in the hospital and, like, cry together. Like, he never saw her cry. I've seen her cry several times. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't show that to him. And she's told him that, too. Like, you don't see when I'm crying. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't cry in front of y'all. So, but, so, yeah, she definitely used to cause it So, I think that's just because, like, when they were kids, she didn't want them to see right. her upset, hurt, her you know, mm-hmm. struggle. And now that they're adults, she's so used to not showing her feelings that she's still, like... But she ain't going to cry unless it's something, like, serious. Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if her house was going to be taken tomorrow, she may not even shed a tear until, like... Shit, you yell at me. I'm crying. (laughs) That's how I am. That's how I am. And she just... But, see, my mother-in-law was the only girl of, like, five boys. Yeah. And she's the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, the lady that raised her was... She was hardcore. Well, you got to be taken care of. Yeah. Boy. And these boys are, her brothers grow up to be pretty big, pretty big guys. So she can handle herself, but she's a strong one for sure. So to wrap up marriage, like, would y'all have, say, advice or opinions about, like, somebody either wanting to get married or newlyweds or having that, like, once you're out of that honeymoon phase, here, if you really want to make it work, like, here's something that I pay attention to, here's what I focus on to make my relationship work, or here's what I did wrong while my relationship didn't work. 
I feel like it's all about having a conversation. Yeah. Like you have to make sure that you and your partner can sit down and have a conversation about what hurt your feelings, what made you happy, you know, just different things like that. And if you don't mesh well doing that, then I feel like it's hard. It might be to let go. Yeah. Let go of it because you have to be able to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't go into marriage with divorce being a possibility. Like you have to go into it like wholeheartedly. That's why I don't suggest like this is my personal preference. There's people who get married two weeks after knowing people, but like my personal opinion and what I've noticed is if you're gonna spend forever with somebody, why rush to get married? Yeah. You're gonna spend forever together. Yeah. And I always say like I wouldn't recommend getting married until y'all really like been through at least one hard tough situation before y'all get married and people just jump into marriage like this person these people that I know they've only been married maybe maybe two years and they're already like not doing good and like trying to go their separate ways like they were only together maybe maybe a year and they're already splitting up like divorce is just such a just a common thing that they don't people don't really try to like they don't try Right. And yeah. so I just I don't, think you don't need to get married to Divorce isn't an option for me. I really don't want to get married and then, oh, just get divorced. Like, I don't want that. Yeah. But my advice is don't stress out over little shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to get furious because he wouldn't unload the dishwasher or, like, help me clean the house or, you know, just yeah. help me. Like, help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically, that's just a guy thing. Like... It took me a long time to just be like, it's just, that's just men. Like, mm-hmm. so. No, man. Just don't. See, that's why I'm, that's why I'm fucking mad because I lost somebody good. Yeah. Like, like I cooked, he cleaned. He didn't cook very much. He made pasta a couple times. Yeah. But, I mean, if I cooked, there was no way in hell he was about to let me do the dishes. Right. Well, I guess, you know, in my situation, he works and I stay home. So, like. Find yourself and figure out for yourself what you're willing to take and what you're not willing to take. Find those boundaries before with yourself and what you're willing to accept about yeah. another person before and you just be like, oh my gosh, like, I like you so much. And then accept things that before you weren't really willing to right. accept. Like, your significant other was raised a lot differently than mine. Like, true. <laughs> mine, his mom, his mom did everything like he didn't have to do mm-hmm. anything so that's kind of why it really just wasn't on his brain to exactly it, he doesn't think like oh let me unload the dishwasher you know because mm-hmm. he's never ever had to do that so yeah. yeah but yours you know he had to step up a lot yeah definitely you know I think another thing is is be secure in yourself before yeah. you get in a relationship because you can so easily lose yourself in a relationship with someone with like a strong personality mm-hmm. and then or toxic yeah traits like and so yeah, like realize it. them for what they are yeah. you know yes. like when you do get in an argument really listen to what that person is actually saying to you and what they're doing to your head and to your yeah. heart and like a lot of people like will ignore their gut without realizing it but like tune into that as much as possible and listen to what you're your yes. conscience is telling yes. you. Know who you are as a person. 
Be a strong person. And that takes a lot. It's hard work to really be in tune with who you are Mm -hmm. and find that. And sometimes somebody can help you do that. You know, having another person can help you do that. But you can't depend on that person for your happiness. Have strong morals. Yeah. Yeah, because as humans, we crave attention and affection and when someone offers us that some sometimes we soak it up so much that who we are as a person gets lost because we crave affection we crave Mm -hmm. what someone else is giving us whether it's good or bad or a mix of both yeah so it's just it's an important thing to have is be happy with yourself before you try and be with someone else well I think that's about all we can well, we probably could talk about more, but oh, for sure. <laughs> that's all we um, got time for today. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all we got for you guys on marriage versus the reality of it. And we hope we gave you some good perspectives of what ours have been like and our relationships and marriages and divorce and everything like that. So hopefully you found something that we said today relatable and um, that a lot of you are back from listening last week and we'll have another one next week of course it'll be another surprise of whatever the topic is but again hit that support button and um rate this episode we'll greatly appreciate it positive vibes send us a message about this episode if you have some thoughts or things you want to add again we're always here to listen if anybody wants to send anything in, you can do it right from your phone, and we'd love to hear from anybody. So we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.